It is interesting how just one mistake can just destroy your whole day. I was doing good, I would say. Sure, I woke up a little bit late and had to stress a bit getting ready, but I was still in a good mood and turns out I didn't have to take care of the kids. I just had to clean and I could listen to my music, just jam out. I got a lot of things done in a good mood. I even have time to slowly drink my coffee and watch some YouTube videos. And then, as soon as the mom and the family comes home, turns out I misunderstood her. I thought I was going to wait until she got back to put the vegetable in the steam cooker. I was wrong. I was supposed to put them in so they would cook while they were gone. I mean, I should have understood that, but I didn't. And that just ruined my whole mood. I know it's because I like I have a hard time taking criticism and when I make mistakes I feel super bad and get so so much anxiety which I know I'm not supposed to. And I I am very aware that you're like you have to make mistakes to learn from them and get better. But that doesn't stop my whole body from getting anxiety as soon as someone of authority tells me off or I accidentally do something wrong um, or someone doesn't like me. <laughs> it's really like, it's hard. It is. I, I know I shouldn't feel so much from it, but I do. And now I like kind of lost my interest in the rest of the day. Um, I'm still going to try to go out for a walk. I'm still going to try to do the dishes, but my energy just dropped completely and it's not her fault I should have known better I should have understood that I needed to actually cook the food um and I don't blame her for getting irritated not angry just irritated mostly because like then she has to stress more over the food and figure some solution out when she gets home and in her mind it was supposed to be ready when she come home comes home so that's I fully get that and I do take responsibility it's fully my fault I should have understand um I am sorry I truly am but at the same time it just takes so much energy out of me I've always had that problem I I hated as soon as a teacher like told me off I felt so bad even if it was my friend they were telling off and I just stood beside where if I did something nothing wrong and they're just like addressing the whole class I still get so much anxiety from it I don't really know why I guess I just kind of want to be perfect in authority's eyes I want to be a good girl in quotation marks I I always was very very sure of what side I put forth to teachers especially um, making sure they trusted me and I mean it did help me in the future but at the same time I did lie (laughs) I did come up with uh, well lie maybe it's a strong word it's more like bending the truth um always make sure that if I didn't do my homework I would sit 
I if for example, um, I had study time and I would always sit with my back against the wall so I could watch my watch YouTube on my uh, computer without the teachers knowing and the teachers thinking I was um, doing homework. So I was always seen like a really good kid, always doing everything I should, never doing anything wrong because I make sure they don't know that I'm doing shit wrong. <laughs> Uh, if I'm doing anything I shouldn't, I make sure no one knows that I'm doing it. Um, I mean, just the fact that the... Sorry, I got distracted. There's a plane outside my window. Uh, just the fact that, for example, I was uh, the... Not the... <laughs> What's it called? The head of the... Student council, I guess. It's a bit different in Sweden. Um, but for the art students, we had four or three different, uh, like this groups of students that talk to the teachers and stuff like that. And I was the head, I could say, in the one for the, for my group. So the art kids, the music kids and the theater kids. Uh, and I made sure I always uh, was open to doing stuff for the teachers and mm, the principal of the arts department, uh, not art department, but the art kids and stuff like that, because we had one for every um, group and then one that's head of all of them. Anyways, um, he trusted me fully. Uh, other kids would have to, like, if you wanted to borrow an instrument, since I was a music kid, you had to um, write, uh, sign a paper and read a bunch of stuff and have a specific time when you had it left, left, gave it back. For me, I could just go talk to him and say, oh, I want to borrow this bass. And he was like, oh, it's okay, I trust you, you can just go take it. I didn't have to write anything, I didn't, like, have to do anything to make sure I would like to so they would know that I borrowed it I didn't even like you you would have to like write the number of the instrument but he was literally just oh just go take one <laughs> and that was partly not mind-blowing but that's when I realized oh my god they trust me fully uh and if I Teachers never thought I did anything wrong. I, even if I, most of the time, I not did stuff wrong, but I didn't do anything. I, I may, did everything to not have to do homework. And that, but at the same time, I always, always had an excuse for why I hadn't done my homework. And it was always like, oh, it's um, fucked up, or uh, I didn't save it, or... Uh, Oh, I'm working on it. It's not really finished yet. And then I'll never leave it. I put it in. So they would never get it, honestly. <laughs> but at the same time, it always looked like I was studying. Except for when I was sleeping. Because that happened several times too. Because I my sleep schedule is terrible. Um... That was a long tantrum, 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 tangent, that's what it's called. 
my plan was to talk about my dyslexia this episode. Probably will. I'm going to pause now and come back in a few minutes. For me, for you, it's going to be no time at all. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I hope you can hear good because I'm using my headphones. Uh, I found a little place out in the forest. Just like not long from the uh, walk road, but a little bit. And I hope I don't get disturbed here and I hope I don't disturb anyone else. Ooh, you might be able to hear. I hope you can hear the nat- nature sounds. It should be some birds and the um, crickets, I guess. They're so loud. So extremely loud, especially now. Like, I could... I think they've gotten a little bit less loud. But, like, a few weeks back, one or two weeks, I was out walking. And I could literally hear them through my headphones. Even if I had my headphones on and listening to a podcast, I could hear them so clearly. (laughs) You might also be hearing bells. And that's from the cows or goats or... Yeah. Uh, There is a lot of them all around. I love the sound of that bell, though. It's really, really cozy. So I hope you can hear it. Well, it's cozy as long as it's in, at a bit of a distance. The other in fall, when the, right before the cows were picked in, we had cows right outside the house. And it sounded, even with the door closed, it sounded like they were up in my ear. We even had a cow walk on our land, or our land, the family I live with's land, just walking past my uh, my window. Uh, I got extremely surprised, for obvious reasons. Um, so if it's on a distance, I really like that sound. It's quite cozy. We do not have cowbells in Sweden. Well, we have it like in Israel, but we don't have it on our cows, I don't think. Not that I know of. Maybe further north than I live. Did I say which country? I don't know. I've barely noticed what I... Drops out of my mouth myself. Um, yes, I was planning on talking about my dyslexia today. But I don't know... I, I The thing is, the, the other day... Well, day, night. I was like, oh, I could say this and this and this, and now I don't have any idea what to say. (laughs) So, I don't really feel like talking about my dyslexia right now, honestly. It's a really, really nice day today. Uh, Sun is shining, um, unlike the other other days, like, not yesterday, but the days before that. I literally lived in the cloud, because I live on the mountain and the cloud, we were in the right like height to be in the middle of the clouds so you couldn't see anything at all it was both not fun and fun because since I'm a bit of a horror buff I think it's a bit I like it when it's a little bit spooky and stuff but for three or four days in a row you can't see the sun or the other mountains it's a little bit sad and also since it's not even October. <laughs> it's like, not now. I want to be outside. Um, so, 
today was really nice. So I thought I'd record outside today. Um, I really do hope you could hear the nature sounds. Because it's really, really nice. I can hear them right now because I have headphones on. But I will listen to them when I walk back. I really know what, what to say. I'm better at talking when I'm in a bad mood, I guess. <laughs> I did have a depressive, depressive episode a few, like last week or the week before that or something like that. Um, that was not very fun. It was, I think it was for four, three or four hours. And it got triggered by a friend of mine talking about my ex moving on, which is, it is fine. Um, it's definitely fine. And I don't think I have any feelings for him anymore. The thing is, I do think I like the idea of having a boyfriend <laughs> or a girlfriend for that matter. Um, so I think that's what's hurt. And the fact that I, my love life is fully dead, pretty much. <laughs> and also the fact that I really, even if I wanted to, I can't really try to find people because I can't really go out and I can't really, like, it's, what's the point in, in going on Tinder if you can't go on dates with it? And also I'm super awkward when it comes to, like, dating stuff. I really, really don't get it. It's, I'm super awkward and I don't get hints and I don't get how to give hints and all that good, good jazz. And also there's not really anyone I'm interested in right now. I do think my taste might be a, not, not high, but like specific maybe, but I don't have a specific, that's me, I don't have a specific taste. It's just that... I really need to fall for the person to like them. They're, they need to be something. I can't just go hook up with anyone. I don't hook up even if I want to. I uh, feel like I can't. Just like, it's not in my nature, I guess. Um, I would just feel awkward. And I, I don't re really meet a lot of new people. So that definitely limits my options. And the times I have been on dating sites, I haven't really found anyone. Uh, uh, I did try one up and I got so many and none of the ones I started talking to were not either weird or awkward. And I was like really not interested. <laughs> I just felt like I had to be nice and answer. One of them had some problems that I really couldn't help with because uh, I had enough with my own shit. And I really didn't want to be bring down, which makes me feel like a horrible person. But at the same time, I need to think about myself. Then there were this other guy that was talking about, oh, I can't come down from half the country uh, to meet you. Don't worry, I want, oh, you're the girl of my dreams and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, ah, no, thank you. Uh, and he said, my friend all the time. Oh, my friend, my friend. And I'm like, ooh, it's... Uh, feels a bit awkward and to talking about the luft balloon i was like we just started talking we can go on a date first but uh, i don't really want to go on a date with you anymore uh, so i haven't had best of dating experience i had uh, two real well i would say one real boyfriend um one that was very awkward 
because we were not on the same page, but we like found each other attractive, I guess. And when we started dating, I realized, oh shit, this is not what I want. Um, yeah, on like the first day, he was talking about, oh, I love you. You're the girl of my dreams again. Uh, uh, I in the future, I want to grow up and have a house with you. Remember, we were, I was in ninth grade, so I was. 15? I was 15 and I was like, no, I've never even had a real boyfriend before. Well, I had my like childhood boyfriend in quotation marks because I don't even know what a boyfriend was at the time. Uh, but was like, oh, we're gonna get married and oh, I love him and kiss, kiss. <laughs> but that was, like I said, it's kindergarten boyfriend. Sure, we were together in quotation marks again for a few years, but it was like, I don't know if it counts. <laughs> and I don't really count the other one either because literally I think we was at a party when we started dating dating in quotations marks again uh, and then we met like two more times after that I mean we, we went to the same school so we've met before that but like we hang out like two more times and then I went to Spain realized I didn't want to be with him, him and as soon as I came back I, I broke up and then I went to um, uh, a psychi- not psychi- uh, therapist um, I don't know but to help with my uh, suicidal thoughts so that was an eventful day but it was uh, so I don't really count that and then I've had like one more we dated for a few months during the summer pretty much but then we grew apart and stuff like that and that's the I was talking about um, and like I said I do believe I'm over him I wasn't even thinking about him pretty much for that but for some reason when my friend like commented on him hooking up with someone it did it just brought me down I don't know I guess it's because I'm unsatisfied with my old dating life um, I don't know. I do. I don't know. I, I did get a lot of crushes when I was younger. Like a lot of crushes. I crushed on every cute boy ever, kind of. Uh, but I think that was mostly the fact that I was desperate because I didn't really get it, but I really wanted it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I'm asexual. So that complicates stuff even more. Like a lot of people looking for hookups, and I kind of want hookups. But my hookups wouldn't work the same because I don't want to actually have sex with anyone. I would like kiss, sure, and all the like the foreplay sounds nice as long as I don't have to take my clothes off. <laughs> I don't. I'm not comfortable with my own body, and I would say that I think it's sexier with clothes on, like something sexy on instead of completely naked. It's weird, but like trying to find someone like that is. It's hard. Um, and at the same time, I'm a fairly romantic person. So I want it. It's, it would have been so much easier if I was asexual and aromantic. But I'm definitely, definitely not. Um, I'm very much romantic. Uh, I'm pan-romantic even. So it doesn't really matter if it's a boy or a girl or a non-binary. As long as I find the person attractive, I find pretty much... Oh, gender's attractive, nothing specific like, oh, brown hair, 
um, red eyes. Red eyes is not a thing, but you get what I mean. <laughs> I don't. There's. I don't really have a type like that. It's more like, oh, this person is cute. This person is attractive, but I don't know what makes them attractive. <laughs> I guess. Um, like I said, I've had crushes on both girls and boys. More boys, I think. Uh, but that's because I guess my tasting girls are a little bit more specific. Um, I don't really know. Uh, as long as I find you attractive and like your personality. Because I've had that happen when I liked a girl because of how they looked. And then I kind of got to know them and realized, oh shit, you're a douchebag. <laughs> then... I kind of lost those feelings. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know how to flirt either. That's really our thing. I have a tendency to, when people are flirting, I have a tendency to be like, no, they're just nice. They're not flirting. If you can hear a bunch of weird sounds, it's me throwing sticks. <laughs> sticks and pine cones. I don't know if you can hear it. You can probably hear me picking it up and stuff. I don't know how good these are. Um, what more? I don't know. I do feel very awkward. I have a friend who has a tendency to flirt with everyone. He does it a little bit like a joke, especially with me, because he think it's super fun for me to be... Because I think it's super awkward, because I don't really know how to react. I mean, I don't know how to react when people give me compliments. I'm like, ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. But like, sometimes I don't even think, say thanks. I just, if they say, like, oh, nice shirt, I, I go into a whole spiel about, oh, I got it here and here because of this and this, and it was this much. Uh, I forget to say thanks sometimes because I get so flustered. Uh, or I try to, like, give them a compliment back quickly, like, oh, I like your hair. Oh, I like your eyes. I can't, I have a hard time taking compliments. Um, so... Flirting is really hard for me if someone is flirting with me. And the thing with this guy is he does it, obvious. He is flirting because, like, I even I know it's flirting. But <laughs> at the same time, I really don't know how to react. So I just either brush it off <laughs> or pretend like he, he didn't say anything. <laughs> but I don't really know. I've been thinking of hooking up with him, mostly because I'm desperate and just want to hook up with someone. But at the same time, Everyone has, has hooked up with him because he hooks up with everyone. He's a super nice guy. I really, really like him as a friend too. Uh, and he, it's, he's nice to talk to. We've had a few deep talks and it's really nice. I do miss my friends. I do miss my friends a lot. Like all of my friends. I've been here for, how much is it? Eight? No, wait. My God. It's, uh, in, now it's May, and in August, I've been here for a year. So, nine months, I think, I've been here. I have been home in between that, but for now I haven't been home since, um, week eight, must have been. So it was in the second month of year, and I'm like... February must have been so it's it's really hard and now I can't go home even if I wanted to um, it both feels weird that it's soon over 
because I will only be here for a year. And at the same time, it feels I'm looking forward to it being over because I really want to go home. I really want to meet all my friends. The first month I have such FOMO, I was... Every time they like talked about having a party or something, I was like, I want to go, I want to go. Uh, really feeling like I'm missing everything. And my friends are in university too, most of them. Not almost all. I think it's like one or two that's not. Um, and they go into like university parties and stuff like that. And I, even when I was home, I couldn't go because I didn't go to university. Uh, I probably won't maybe sometime in the future, but not... In the near future, I don't think. Um, because because of the whole dyslexia thing, my school days wasn't super fun. And I'm not in a hurry to go back to school. I know it's not the same, but I'm really not in the mood. Um, I have other plans. My plans is to go home and work, hopefully, if I can get any work. Um, considering the whole COVID thing. And then... After, not after, but and when I'm not working, I'm gonna buy a van and renovate it so I can live in it, move out from my parents. Uh, I am really not looking forward to moving back with my parents and my brother. Nothing against them, it's just I've been having my own space for almost a year now. And going back to living with, just for like when I was home for Christmas, it was hard. <laughs> was really hard like having to share a house and uh, uh and wash and like everything it was it was hard <laughs> and also like we don't live in a big apartment it's a three room a kitchen and connected to the kitchen there's a living room so it's really not a big space and my room isn't that big either uh, we do have a balcony which is nice um, so, I love them, but it's gonna be hard to go back to the way it was, and stuff like, when I come home, they see me, for me, when I came home, it was more like, like my vacation, I didn't come home because I live here, so I came, for me, I was a guest, but for them, I was, um, uh, still living there, so, they, like, had, um, kind of like wanted me to do all the chores and stuff that I've done when I lived there before which it felt super weird for me <laughs> because of the fact like that didn't really seem well it seems it's my home I really do feel like my home is where my family is because that's where, where my heart is but at the same time it didn't feel like my home um, my living space where I lived it didn't feel like where I lived that's better because it's still home, but I didn't feel like I lived there. Because I didn't. I hadn't been... I was like... For the last year, I've been there two or three weeks of the whole year. So... That's... That's uh, definitely a thing. I am looking forward to coming back, though, to meet all my friends and stuff. And playing... Role-playing games, hopefully. I also... Um, I want to meet my best friends again. I've been having so much... Like, I want to go get drunk. But I'm a social drinker, so drinking by myself is really weird to me. But all, partly, like, drinking by myself is weird, but also, like... Uh, 
I don't get the same drunk when I'm with other people as when I'm by myself. So I really, really want to have just a... In, in Swedish we call it krak, which is pretty much you and your friends just chilling, drinking alcohol, maybe watching a movie, playing video, not video games, but playing games or something like that. I really, really miss that a lot. A lot. <laughs> At the same time, it's really weird. The times I've been home feels really weird because, of course, I don't expect the people, my friends and stuff, to pause their life just because I'm coming home. But at the same time, it feels like, oh, you haven't seen me in a month. I would guess you want to meet me and want to, like, hang out or something. But at the same time, they have so much stuff for themselves. So I feel sometimes kind of lonely even when I get home. I felt that for Christmas because um, I had Christmas with my family and then New Year I was going to spend it with my friends. But it felt really like I did not feel at home with them. I usually do. Like my friends are, have for a long time been a part of my home, like one of the places where I really felt home. But I felt so outside, especially when my two best friends start talking university because they are in the same... Um, Nathun, it's called. It's it's a bit like a it's a house, and they have have um, parties and stuff, and clubs, and you also have people living in in it and stuff like that. So, so they kn- know the same people and go to the same parties and stuff like that. And I've always been part. We it's always been us three, but now it's those two. They talk about about a bunch of their friends and they're like oh this happened and this happened and I can't really give any input since I'm not a part of that life and that's really really hard it's truly hard to feel kind of left out in a way from your two best friends which one of them I've known all my life pretty much well, not pretty much. We've known each other all, all our life. I've lived neighbor with her up until I turned 18 or 19 when we moved. And then we still were in the same school class. So that feel felt really, really weird. So I kind of... I knew to see if I literally like... Oh, I made this decision that I wanted to be with my... F- I wanted to be home on the... when the clock turned 12, like, where I felt at home. And I realized that's with my family, my mom and dad and my brother. So, uh, like, I think half an hour or something, 45 minutes before <laughs> the clock turned 12, right when all the other people came, I left and... biked cr- home crying. <laughs> I biked home crying and right before I got home I kind of wiped my tears and went in and had the 12 thing with my family which felt right somehow but at the same time it felt really sad to not feel at home with my friends because honestly that has been where my home is for so many years and then not feeling it because like I said everyone is in university I'm somewhere completely different I'm 14 hours drive 
from them. So it does feel like a long way. And it feels... I've been trying to like keep the contact in a way, at least, to um, when they have uh, role-playing games and stuff that, oh, but I could join, because I have a character in that role-playing, I can join the uh, video chat, but it doesn't really seem like any of the others are interested. I mean, I get it, they have all the people there, so why would they go out of their way just for me? But I, I, I've, I've really been trying to, like, oh, I want to call and stuff like that, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like they're interested. It really, really doesn't. It is hard. The only person that really feels like they're interested and wants to, except for my family and, like, cousins and stuff like that, is um, the friend I talked about, I think, last episode, who I can tell anything to. The person I'm 100% honest, like, I don't hide any small part of myself with her because I don't feel judged. I think that's a big one because even with my best friends that I've known all my life, I do sometimes feel a little bit judged. I know I shouldn't and I know they're not judging me actually, but I do feel like they don't really get it. But this other friend, I really, I really love, love her. She's wonderful. Like I said, I never feel. I never feel like I'm. I need to hide something from her, and feel she's like she's super open, and I'm. I do really appreciate having a friend like that, because otherwise my life would be so much harder. <laughs> um, but like, I'm very open with my parents, and if my mom asks me something, I will answer it honestly, whatever it is, probably. Um, but at the same time, there is stuff I don't actively like tell my parents like actively go out like my bad boy fantasies or the fact that I will read when I talk about fan fictions or um ASMR and stuff like that I do talk to my brother about it sometimes so but I do feel like there still is some stuff that I need to keep keep to, to not like say straight out so like I said if they ask I will uh, talk honestly because it's not like I'm hiding it it's just that I don't really feel like actively talking to them about it I guess so the list is um B I'm gonna call her the lovely friend who I can tell anything um and then my brother and then I guess my parents my mom probably first and then my dad even if my mom don't really want me to talk about my depression with her anymore it's not that she doesn't care it's just that she has enough to deal with herself and she just gets worried and stuff like that because she is really worried about me and she does really, really care. So she's like, oh, I would appreciate it if she talked to you, dad, about it. And also, like, I realized that my dad understands more than I would guess because growing up, he did try to somehow, like, hit all his emotions. I mean, he literally told me as a kid, if you feel bad, but do you feel bad for yourself? Um, no. Yeah, then why are you crying? Because you only cry if you feel bad for yourself. Um, that was what he like taught me growing up. And I realize now that that's really unhealthy. Uh, but at the same time, I know he didn't... He didn't mean it in that way. And, I mean, in a way, most times you cry, yeah, you cry because you feel bad for yourself. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes you have to cry. And I think he, he has realized that 
in later years. My parents has gone to uh, both couples therapy and separate therapy, and I think it's helped. Well, I not think I know it's helped a lot, and it's definitely made a difference even in my life. Um, and so I think my dad realized that. Well, not I realized that my dad has realized <laughs> that feelings isn't so bad, and also the fact that he has gone through similar shit to me. I mean, he has dyslexia too. He's most definitely uh, gifted uh, mentally. <laughs> so that's... I do know that he gets it in a way and he's had depression. I mean, he was an alcoholic for a big part of my life without me even knowing it. But that's a whole other story. My mom protecting me and my brother. He was never violent. I honestly have no idea. There were like one thing hinting about it. And that only hinted about it after when I like realized. Oh, it's starting to get a bit cold. Since I'm in the shadow and the wind. Uh, I will pause now, I think, and possibly pick up later. We'll see. If not, I'm saying bye now. And if, I'll see you later. <laughs> So there will not be a lot more talking. I just wanted to chime in and give a little note. Um, if you know me in real life, you're not meant to hear this, like the episodes. But if you do and really want to listen, that's fine. I don't really care. But uh, I don't know if I would, I would probably super awkward if you bring it up. But it's up to you. Uh, just thought I'd comment on that little detail. So I guess I see you in the next episode. Uh, take care of yourself and have a lovely life. <laughs>